What's going on? It's Rock the Walls here on Adobe Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. On tonight's show, we will be speaking with Jaime and Mike from Pierce Avail, talking all about their latest album, Misadventures, being out and going across Canada on the Rest in Space Tour, and also their awesome upcoming tour, the We Will Detonate Tour, with some 41 Omarosa and Chapel happening in April and May. If you guys already have not, you can follow me over on social media at Rock the Walls on Twitter and Facebook, and as well, subscribe to the Rock the Walls podcast over on iTunes. Simply search Rock the Walls, it'll come up, hit subscribe, and never miss an episode. Right now, we are going to get to a track from Pierce Avail before we head into our interview with Jaime and Mike off of their latest album, Misadventures. It's Circles on Rock the Walls.
You are listening to Rock the Walls here on Adobe Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. Right now, we're joined by a band. They dropped their album, Misadventures, last year on Fearless Records, currently out on the Rest in Space Tour with Falling Universe. Going to be heading out on the We Will Detonate Tour with Sum 41 coming up in uh, just a couple months as well. We are here with Jaime and Mike from Pierce Seville. Guys, uh, how's everything going? Your first uh, proper Canadian uh, cross-canner tour in a, in a couple of years. I know you guys did it with the Day to Remember, but uh, in Toronto, it's been uh, almost four and a half years since I had headline show so just uh, how's the canadians here being so far oh, first man. and foremost you have an amazing radio voice it just came out of nowhere i love it it was did awesome did you rehearse that that, that was, was perfect, perfect. No. absolutely perfect oh. that's you're crushing good yeah voice, but <laughs> wow. i got a good radio voice man that was pro <laughs> yeah we're, we're so we're super happy to be here um like you said it's our very first time doing like a headlining run in canada so we're really excited um to, to be out here um it's been I don't know four why, years i don't yeah. know why it took so long either yeah it took a long time i mean we're happy to be here falling in versus first time here so that's awesome you know um and they have yeah, the tour is just awesome it's, it's really nice to have a three-band bill you know the, the the show isn't too long and and all the bands are they really bring a good energy to the show so it's been it's yeah. been really great i think uh canadian fans have been they've been they've been restless <laughs> they yeah, need the they shows, needed these the shows have been wild um and you know we got two nights here in toronto uh i think tonight just sold out and hopefully tomorrow we'll do the same and let's just get crazy yeah, yeah. definitely now, for you guys and kind of taking that approach, having more three-band bills, I know when you guys did the uh, original headliner and whatnot, uh, just in the fall there, you guys had Neck Deep and I Prevail. I, I think that also for the show, um, I mean, you get, I, I would say more so a couple of years ago, you'd have five, six-band bills on yeah. headliners, and sometimes it kind of felt like a, a little bit longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think sure. I mean, we, we really pay attention and really, um, you know, uh, kind of try to make the show from beginning to end one cohesive like you mm-hmm. know you know we, we we control a lot of aspects of the show like the way the the room looks you know the house music the you know and then obviously the bands that that we tour with and stuff so we're kind of in that position that we try to make the show entertaining and not drawn out like you said like back in the day where it was like five or six bands which is cool yeah but yeah. i mean sometimes if you're a kid you know three bands in four bands in you're kind of like man my ears are just starting to ring and yeah. so yeah, it's, it's, it's kids are getting a little tired i mean especially yeah. like tours like warp tour we do um, yeah. a lot and we'd play later in the day and a lot of kids are just drained by <laughs> yeah, then you yeah. know and so it's it's really we're, we're really fortunate to be able to do like, yeah, a three bands this, like, this cool. will we'll leave them with them wanting more so yeah yeah, yeah come back sure. definitely now just talking a little bit about uh, misadventures for you guys you know obviously it's a record uh, you guys announced uh, you know way back in December 2013 that it was going to come out in 2014 obviously no <laughs> So, so, I mean, for you guys, uh, not only working uh, with producer uh, Dan Korneff and whatnot in New Jersey, but also just uh, kind, kind of the overall writing process, the record for you guys, just um, in total, just over those la- those couple of years, how long and kind of how many songs did you guys end up writing in that process where you guys just eventually just decided to scrap them completely and kind of start off with new songs? Uh, yeah, we kind of, uh, we had a, we had the re- we had a record done, sort of, and it musically at least but we weren't fully m- melodically and lyrically we weren't there yet and I think it, it just took a little bit of that kind of uh, you know that time to really kind of figure out what the songs were and and um, for our for our, uh, vocalist Vic he you know he takes a lot of pride in writing lyrics and, and tries to have a story for each one that really means something so he can feel you know it's, you gotta be able to sing these songs mm-hmm. with, with a little bit of, of, of you know I guess heart and soul and stuff so mm-hmm. So yeah, so musically, I mean, they were somewhat there, but they just needed a little bit of, you know, we weren't happy, and at that point, we were we're, we're in that position where, you know, 
we're trying to make the record that we want to make, you know, and mm -hmm. not letting like management or, or, or record labels trying to like rush us, you know, and that was like the hardest part, having that kind of pressure. And then also fans, you know, which is a good pressure to have, you know, kids wanting new music. So um, we kind of had that looming over us, but um, we made the record that we wanted to make, you know, and we, we took our time and, and um, I think it, you know, that's, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, I, th I think we're always going to take our time. Um, and when I say take our time, it's not like... You're not we're laying around <laughs> yeah. like yeah. we're we're going hard every single day, mm -hmm. yeah. but I mean, we're gonna try a thousand different things just on this one part of this one song, yeah. just so we know that, that we've <laughs> got the best uh, take, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's always that's what we've always done since day one, and um, we like to tour as well. So then you yeah. know people think we have three or four years in between records but we're touring that whole time mm -hmm. um and that, that, so in that record too we did a lot of like unorthodox things like we, we had a, a, a couple of tours in the middle of the writing session which is, we've never done that before you know and i think mm -hmm. that was just to get us out of the, the studio blessing, yeah. yeah get us out of the, the the four walls that were surrounding us of like just like we needed to get out and and, and play shows and, and do it like you know and, and make yourself realize what you're actually writing these songs for you know for the shows and for the kids and stuff so i, I think vic learned a lot too with um, writing lyrics and you know you can't really just stay in one place and and write a whole record you know you got to travel around get inspired and and you know when he when he did a lot of these airbnbs you know um in big bear and you know in seattle and stuff like that like lyrics were just flying like he finished circles in seattle in like a day and um that was insane uh, and yeah i think i think uh when we start thinking about doing another record, we might actually um, map it out a little bit more like that, where he can travel around and, and um, focus on the lyrics a lot before we enter the into the studio. Yeah, for sure. Now, for from kind of an instrumental standpoint, for for you guys and whatnot on Misadventures, you know, I, re I really felt that you know, obviously you guys uh, took uh, you know some parts from Clyde with the Sky, but as well, you know, Selfish Machines, a flair for the dramatic one. I really felt that this record kind of blended all of those kind of in together like that. So I mean, you know, for for you guys from an instrumental standpoint, you know, specifically uh, you know the drums and the bass and whatnot for you guys, I, I think a song. For me, that really stood out the, the first time around was a song like Circles, kind of in that bridge uh, of yeah. the song for the last chorus, that kind of part. So, I mean, for you guys, was there a song on the record, you know, with uh, the amount of time you guys are recording and whatnot, by the time you guys got that song done, it was like, holy crap, I cannot believe we're done with this song. I've played it, I've recorded it, you know, a million takes type deal, and it's finally done. Was there, was there a song like that on the record or a couple songs like that? I think every song kind of has its own... Um you know we're we're kind of that weird like black sheep band where we have like a million different styles of songs and every song on the record is a little bit different than the other you know like texas forever is completely different styles than like say floral and fading you know like super fast punk song and then like a super chill like um trudgy you know like jimmy world or weezer sounding song so mm -hmm. um i don't know a tricky song i think uh today i saw the whole world uh gave us a lot of a lot of uh trouble just because the it was so hard to find a chorus melody and like an ending melody because the whole song is just like this one big riff the whole time you know you're just mm -hmm. gonna da -da 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 -da. and like yeah, I remember we're like trying to figure out different parts like to go over that like vocally and Vic just could like we would every time every time we would jam it like in the studio we would try something different and I was like hey, man what are we gonna sing over this like yeah. it was like so that that was a little bit uh, that was um, tricky I know vocally um, musically I don't know we, we did a bunch of changes to, to a lot of things I mean at one point 
Texas Forever started with like a bass intro, you know, that we we changed to guitar later. So like, it, 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 there's a million different versions of songs out there that yeah that we, exist. <laughs> we we tend to try everything we we can on every single song, and after a while, you just get so frustrated and you don't even know what sounds good mm-hmm. and then you just cool, you man. just give it a break and come back and a lot of times you know you go back to your first idea and you're like this was it yeah. that was the one but yeah. at least we can say we you know we tried because a lot of the times you you discover all these other cool parts and uh mm-hmm. i think there was one point where uh we realized like two songs on the record weren't going to work and uh, oh, I so we, we had to write two songs from scratch in the studio, which we don't normally do ever. Mm. Um, I normally try to come prepared, but yeah, it's normally kind of like, like on the spot writing. <laughs> yeah, so so we were in there, and, and uh, I remember at one point we were just starting from scratch on these two songs, and we switched instruments because we didn't even we were stuck. Like <laughs> yeah. I think I was on like bass, and someone was, who was on drums. I don't remember. Not you were Vic, Vic? Or, yes, one of somebody else's guitar. It was it was a weird thing. I mean, obviously, like we we learned that we we try to come prepared with some sort of skeleton of something or like a riff or whatever. But yeah, it it, it was a it, it definitely tested us and it was a, it was a cool um you know I, I say it's cool now because we got the damn record done. But <laughs> yeah, the, at the, the time it wasn't very cool. It was frustrating. This, but those two songs that we wrote in the studio ended up being some of the yeah, Sambuca and Song for Isabel. Yeah. Which are the last two songs on the record, and uh, <clears throat> those are like uh, "Song for Isabel" is like one of my favorite ones, and I was stoked that we wrote that in the studio. And it just started with that beat, uh, that drum beat, and uh, from there. yeah, from there. That's awesome. I mean, for you guys too, just kind of going into the into the recording process. I mean, obviously, you know, it's taking over the course of a couple of years and whatnot. But when you think about coming off a record like Collide with the Sky, which you know, as of a couple of months ago, just went gold in the United States and whatnot. I mean, you get you guys were a band. You sold five hundred thousand records without getting any radio play whatsoever and whatnot. I mean, in today's music industry, you know, that just doesn't happen anymore. So I mean, obviously. You know, going into this and now seeing on this new record some songs getting radio play and whatnot uh, for you guys. And when I say radio play, you know, obviously stations like us, we've yeah. been playing you guys for a while, but, you know, terrestrial radio play and whatnot, you know, especially like uh, your hometown, like 91X, them playing circles and whatnot. And then as well, getting to play all these radio festivals now, you know, getting in December after you guys did that huge European tour to play those four or five shows with Blink-182, is it kind of... In a way, it was kind of like, okay, like this is legit, or or was there kind of a point in time over that Clive of the Sky uh, record cycle for you guys where it felt, okay, we're going to be in a headliner status, you know, for the rest of our careers. This is kind of what maybe we can expect every night for the rest of our career. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, being in a band, as long as we've been in a band for, you're, you're always trying to get better, and, and I think with us, we've always gotten like, we've always been like a slow rise. It's never been like mm-hmm. overnight yeah, we're yeah. playing these huge shows, so like for us, it you know you get lost in it sometimes you're touring you're touring and then you start realizing like holy crap like these shows are you know starting to sell quick like there's a ton of kids outside like this is awesome mm-hmm. um and i think for us we've we always want to try to get better and, and and do that stuff so like last year and this year has been a lot of first for us you know we got we got to play uh conan o'brien in the states it was a t- late night tv show which is like super awesome for us first time on the television like um, we got some radio play that was the first time for us, uh, playing rock festivals, first time for us, uh, <coughs> first headlining tour in Canada, you know, like a lot of firsts for us. So we were yeah. really excited to, be, to do all this stuff and, and we want to keep doing that. You know, we want to keep breaking new ground and, and, and playing in front of new fans. I think that right now that's our, that's our, that's our like goal, or at least like, you know, I, I, I like to think as, as a goal to try to 
play in front of many as many new people as possible because we've obviously grown up with our fans and our core fans. You know, they're like family. So being able to kind of stretch that out over the, the, the say the regular listener, you know, at one of those like rock festivals or you know a lot of firsts here in Canada, like a lot of kids coming out. Like I've never seen you guys play before. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is awesome. You know, so a lot of um, just trying to get new fans. I think is the main the main thing. Yeah, um, I think once we finally had Circles, um, a song on the radio, that changed, like, a lot of stuff for us. Um, you know, a lot of first times, like he was saying, um, which introduced us to, like, radio festivals and stuff like that, and um, it's not exactly, like, our group of bands we'd normally tour with, Yeah, but <laughs> it becomes this thing where we, we have to win this crowd over that is not necessarily our crowd. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, it's just a, like a challenge, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we go out there, there's, like, 50-year-old dudes mixed with, like, you know, younger crowds. Like, you know, those people, they're there for, like, Breaking Benjamin, like, yeah. uh, Disturbed or whatever. And then here come these four little hey, <laughs> Mexicans from fun. San Diego, and we're like, on, come on! <laughs> By the end of the show, like, yeah. it's, sometimes they're going yeah. off. Sometimes they're like, okay, respect these guys. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's like you're almost we're almost like starting, we're starting over in a different world of, yeah. of you know like it almost reminds us like playing Warp Tour for the first time when we we're like a young band trying to get fans like hey come check us out come check us out so yeah. it's like we're starting over but like in a different realm you know so it's mm-hmm. cool it's 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 very re- rejuvenating I guess you know for 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 being you know I guess you know old the old guys in the <laughs> ten years in, in a yeah. band it's yeah. pretty cool sure. We will be back talking more with Jaime and Mike from Pierce the Veil, but first, a song off of their latest album, Misadventures. It's Pierce the Veil, Texas is Forever, on Rock the Walls.
There is some Pierce Avail. Texas is forever on Rock the Walls. Right now we are joined by Jaime, bassist, and Mike, drummer of the band. Now, just before the break, we were talking about doing these radio shows. And something that's a little bit different than doing the festivals, the fact that these radio shows are all on one stage. So, I mean, walking backstage, there's had to have been a couple moments for you guys, you know, running into people like Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 or Rivers Como from Weezer. Do you guys have uh, any crazy stories uh, thus far just from the, the past year two years that you guys have been doing uh, these radio kind of uh, festival shows where it's kind of just like holy like holy fuck like is this really happening yeah, right now I was uh, backstage before uh, Hell Yeah went on and Vinnie Paul uh, one of my favorite drummers from like Pantera days yeah. uh, my kit was set up like backstage and he started like hitting my bongos and I was like yes Vinnie Paul's hitting my bongos yes <laughs> And then I got like a little fist pump from him, like before yeah. he went on. And that was that was probably one of the most surreal things when we we, we played a festival with Slayer, and oh, yeah. our, our our tour manager comes running on the bus like, "Yo!" So I, apparently Slayer has a closed stage, and their tour manager just informed me that only Hell Yeah and Pierce the Veil are allowed on the stage. I have I have Slayer passes. You know, <laughs> yeah. you guys, they like, and we're like, "Wait, how does that even happen?" And we remember playing a festival with them in like Australia, and at the airport. Uh, uh, the guitar player for Slayer came up to, to us and and pretty much thanked. He's like, "Yeah, man, I got a couple shirts for you guys. My daughters are huge fans. You know, can you take a photo with me and stuff?" And we're like, "Absolutely, man!" So like, it, it's kind of he remembered us. Like, "Oh yeah, I remember that band. Like, my daughter loves that band." So it's like, yeah. "That's insane." <laughs> so yeah, we, we got to we watch. Mean, yeah, we met a lot of like older bands because uh, their daughters are fans. Yeah, and that's just like that's always cool. Yeah, get your foot in the door any way you can. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, conversation with uh, the Anthrax drummer. Oh yeah, his daughter came on the bus and you know with him and we took a photo and it was just it's just cool to talk to guys like that who have been doing it for so long and doing it right for so long you know like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. huge iconic bands I'm like you're in Slayer what? yeah we were parked next to uh, Ben's bus from Breaking Benjamin mm-hmm. and uh, we ran into him outside and we we both know uh, Dan Corniff because they recorded with yeah. Corniff as well and uh, he invited us on his bus and yeah. he's got his own bus it's yeah. crazy. we're like just crazy in and of itself. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. cool to kind of like yeah. see that world, you know. Um, and 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 I mean, you get inspired. You get inspired by that. Like you, you know, you see bands like Deftones or like Avenged Sevenfold who've been doing it forever, and just like you can respect that. You know, whether or not you like the music or not, you can still respect the fact that they're crushing. You know, doing yeah. it in their own oh, world. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's it's really cool to uh, to be you know associated mm-hmm. with those bands. I guess on festivals, you know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I mean, talking about the upcoming tour that you guys are going to be doing, you actually announced it earlier on today, uh, the We Will Detonate tour with Sum 41. I mean, that has to be another band for you guys. Uh, uh, Grown up, like yeah. 15, I would have punched you in the... Yeah. Get out of here, man. And, and not only playing with them, but I mean, you guys are you guys are headla- headlining over yeah, them, you know what I mean? That was, I think it kind of, I think we actually like found out that they were like, I don't know how it got, you know, we, we got in contact with them, but we decided, you know, like, well, like, I think they were in the middle of tour and... You know, every time you pass through a tour, you see all the other tour posters and stuff. And um, somebody mentioned like, oh, "That'd be that'd be kind of a cool idea if you guys tour with Sum Forty One. Like, that'd be a cool look." Yeah. And we're like, "Interesting. Let's talk about it." And it, it turned out to you know, and then it just worked out. So we're really excited. Yeah. I think for, I think everyone in the band is secretly like super pumped. Like, yes, you know, like, yeah. we're playing with with Sum Forty One. I just love that they're they're back. coming they're coming back full force. Like. Yeah. Um, they just did Warp Tour. They smashed Warp Tour, yeah. and then the new record's great. Um, and I think that tour is just going to be like, 
who can bring it, you know, who can bring yeah. it the hardest. So and, the, and and just like the lineup itself is it's it lends for a fun time. You know, yeah. we have yeah. a, a new band um, called Chapel, um, and then Amorosa, who we're huge fans of um, yeah. the new. I love the new record. It's it's, yeah. it's really good. Guys can guys got some pipes, man. Yeah, and, a lot, um, of, a lot of good voices on, on yeah, that tour. It'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. Now, for you guys, uh, I mean, you guys pretty much just over, over the last 10 years of touring one, I mean, you guys have pretty much toured with, with any band you can think of as far as kind of in the Warped Tour realm and whatnot, but I mean, as far as uh, kind of up-and-coming bands, I know you guys obviously took like bands like Neck Deep, I Prevail It, and whatnot, but uh, just for you guys, uh, whether you're personally listening to them or just bands that you guys really dig that you would like to take it on the road that maybe you guys haven't had the, the opportunity to yet, whether, uh, you know, schedules haven't lined up or maybe they haven't been around all that long. Yeah, yeah it's... it's there's so many bands that we've been wanting to bring out and you know something always happens with scheduling or because tours get booked way in advance now like and you know some um, one tour has been booked for like almost like eight months yeah (laughs) you know we've known about it for a long time but you have to to like to get it you know to book the venues and book the tour and stuff so well then there's the warp tour thing you know any band on warp tour can't tour during a certain amount of time before or after um but yeah, uh, we'll I would I would love I would love to tour with uh, Acceptance. We almost we're this close to to, to oh, touring yeah. with them. But I, they have a new record out, and I've, I've always been a huge fan. Phantoms like changed my life, so like it would be really cool to see that band play. Um, and that's just me being selfish, just because I want to watch it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I would love to play a show with Rice too, but you know, I don't know if that would ever work either. But they're on they're on, a, they're on a awesome yeah. tour right now. Rise, the, yeah, right. yeah, that Rise Against Deftones tour is going to be right. sick in the summer for yeah, sure. That's a great that's tour. A awesome tour. Put us on it all. We'll open that tour anytime. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, um, what yeah. That, what was that, um, band Too Close to, too close to Touch? Too They're Close almost, to Touch? We almost were we almost yeah. with them as well. They, they had a cool sound going. Uh, their new Epitaph band, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, I believe their last record, the one they just released, Sympathy, was just dropped with uh, with Eric Ron. And the, the opener on your next tour of Chapel is actually uh, with them right now and um, Water Parks, I think. So. Cool. I mean, white noise. White noise is cool. There, I mean, there's a ton of bands that we've we've always, you know. I just like like you said, it's, assuming you to know, survive something. Yeah, there, yeah. There's there's a lot of good bands coming up right now that I think it's gonna make for um, for some good shows coming up. Yeah, musically, I've been getting into weird. So I've been listening to like the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> uh, like like in in terms of what, oh, like, just oh, like oh, an, oh, any anything yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna tour with these guys, but yeah. I'm, I've been getting into John Bellion. Like his stuff's super cool i don't know it's like it's like he's like hip-hop pop like sort of you know if you're familiar with him you know what i'm talking about uh that's that's just been my vibe you know he's kind of like a hip-hoppy singer-songwriter dude producer guy yeah i'm I'm all about that new kalani kalani record she's got a super good voice and she's done it like all by herself too like came up uh so if you like female vocalists r&b style her record's so good She's about to blow up. So, yeah. You heard it here first? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> now, uh, just as far as uh, other tour plans coming up for you guys, obviously, uh, you know, the We Will Detonate tour, that takes you guys pretty much right until the end of May. Um, just as far as uh, plans in the summer, you guys uh, maybe looking to go back and kind of do, like, the, the European festival circuit and whatnot uh, this time around? Yeah, we're hitting yeah. it hard. We're, yeah, we have European stuff going on. Um, got download. We're going to play download. We're going to play download. First, for time, first time for that. Download. Another one up off the books. Check it off. I think we're playing, like, in between Thrice and AFI or something crazy something like that. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. We're just happy to be. We're just here for the it. free Bud Light. <laughs> we're just here for the Bud Light. <laughs> no, but we're doing 
you know, so many festivals in Europe, UK, um, but we're also doing big shows in between them too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot with like uh, sirens and uh, issues and Good Charlotte, well. Good Charlotte, and uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun little. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be rowdy. Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think I saw that you guys are support for Good Charlotte on most of the dates, but there's a couple like yeah, like there's a couple weird things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all. Yeah. We're, we're just gonna be over there and we'll just play yeah. whenever we can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, definitely. And uh, just as far as uh, where you guys would like the listeners to go and pick up the record, whether it's digitally, physically, online, anything like that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that? everything is on our website, PierceTheVail.net. Um, PierceTheVail.net net slash ticks for tickets, Pierce, right? Pierceville tickets. Oh, Pierceville ticks. We've got our own thing going yeah, there. Got our own thing. Whatever, whatever you do, just go to Pierceville.net. You can find everything you need. Tickets, merch, everything there. And yeah, just come out to a show. Say hi. We'll be here in Canada. Freeze our buns off. <laughs> awesome, guys. And uh, just lastly, I just wanted to know for, for you guys, uh, specifically so far on this album cycle, getting to play these songs live and whatnot, obviously, you guys uh, did the front-to-back tour, playing the entire thing in its entirety in the fall and whatnot, but is there any track in particular uh, that you guys uh, both kind of have been really enjoying playing uh, that maybe you guys didn't think you'd get the opportunity to play? Uh, you know, Obviously, doing a front-to-back tour like that, on a new album, I mean, it rarely can that happen where, you know, uh, a listenership and a fan base enjoys a record so much that, you know, you can do something like that pretty much like as soon as it gets released, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not a new song. Right? We're doing an acoustic version yeah. of um, a song called Stay Away From My Friends, and it's off um, Selfish. Selfish Machines, and it's it's like a piano ballad, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing piano, you're playing cajon, like, it's like, the, it's a something that we've never done before, and so different it's very, and I think it's very a, different yeah. yeah I think it's a cool I think it's a cool, cool part of the show you know like we get to kind of slow it down and, and kind of show kids that we can mm-hmm. we can do this kind of stuff you know and, yeah. and be kind of take it to the next level of like you know being more pro I guess and yeah we, we now fun. have a we now have a pianist <laughs> yeah which is Jaime Preciado right? <laughs> Pian, pianist that's all we wouldn't say yeah, and we, are, we also play a song off the first record too which is it's cool been, it's yeah. cool to kick it back old school too yeah. um so yeah, right now I think our set is a really good mix of just everything, because yeah. um, you know you go to shows when the band puts out a new record, and well, you don't want to hear just all the new stuff. Yeah. Um, so we always keep that in mind and, and try to, you know, throw in some old ones in there too. Make it fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jaime, Mike, thanks a lot for joining me on Rock the Walls today, guys. I really appreciate it for your time. And uh, one of the things I like to do with the bands that I interview is I get them to uh, each choose a song from their catalog they want the listeners to hear, and then a song uh, you guys want to hear by uh, any band, any artist, any genre. So if you just want to pick a Pierce of Veil song and a song by any other band, uh, go for it. Well, we just put out a new single. Yeah. Uh, go listen to Floral and Fading. Uh, <clears throat> just put out a pretty pretty funny video for it too mm-hmm. so you're gonna want to check that out floral and fading yeah awesome sounds great and a song by any other band Battlesnakes. <laughs> Liz- yeah <laughs> what's that band called it's cap cap captain we we were at this record store oh in, in uh cam loops the other day it. just this small mom and pop record shop and there was this Battlesnake song oh here we go going on listen to king gizzard and the lizard wizard and the song is called Rattlesnake. Yeah, but we call it Battlesnakes. We call it Battlesnakes. <laughs> that's 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 a track right there. It's a great tune. King awesome. Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're actually playing here. Playing here. There's a poster outside. I took a photo. <laughs> oh shit. King yeah, Gizzard awesome. and the Wizard Lizard. I wonder if they regret that name. 
probably when they're going to blow up. It's like, <laughs> work. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, guys, thanks a lot, and uh, really stoked for the show tonight. Sweet, you, man. Go and check out their brand new album, Misadventures. It's out right now on Fearless Records. They just dropped a music video for this song. It's Pierce the Veil, Floral and Fading on Rock the Walls. <laughs> Seville, Floral and Fading on Rock the Walls. That is off of their album, Misadventures, which you can pick up right now. And they're going to be touring pretty freaking hard this year. 
if uh, the first couple months are any indication, doing the rest and space tour across Canada and a lot of the northern United States with Falling into First and Crown the Empire, and then the Weeble Detonate tour happening in April and May all across the United States with support from Sum 41, Emerosa, and Chapel. That is going to be a sick tour. The rest and space tour in Toronto, the, the production, the way the band sounded, everything was just absolutely incredible. Uh, the spaceship they had on stage and they came out to, the whole video intro, so unique and something so amazing. So uh, very excited to see what they do on the We Will Detonate Tour because I know it'll probably be another really crazy stage setup. So definitely go and check out Pierceville if they're coming through your area. That is going to wrap things up for Rock the Walls tonight. A very special thank you goes out to Mike Fuentes, drummer and Jaime Preciado, bassist of Pierceville for joining me on the show tonight. Coming up on this week's show, I'll be speaking with lead guitarist of Body Count, Ernie C. They're going to be dropping their brand new album, Bloodlust, coming out this upcoming Friday. Very stoked for that. And as well, our first guest on the show, since the Vans Warped Tour has been announced, who is going to be playing. They're going to be playing on one of the Journey's main stages, talking with vocalist of Beartooth, Caleb Shomo. So really looking forward to this week's show. If you have not, you can follow me over on social media at RockTheWalls. Be sure to throw Adobe Howl on Adobe Radio. Follows as well at Adobe Howl and at Adobe Radio. You can hear me as well Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time over on the Adobe Howl Midday. Really stoked to be back over there and doing that. So definitely check it out. I've been your host, Patrick Walford. You have yourselves a great week, a great night, a great evening. Keep your stick on the ice, and always remember to listen loud.